Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So I am currently reading a book called The Biggest Bluff, and it's about poker. Super good book, by the way. I am not a poker player. Uh, I was not interested in poker, but when I heard the author talk about her book, I told myself, you know what, let's just give it a chance. And it has been a fantastic book that I've really, really enjoyed. I recommend y'all check it out. But anyhow, this lady, essentially the premise of the book is she is learning to play poker from scratch. And she is being taught how to play poker by a, a gentleman who is a very successful poker player. And he has won the World Series of Poker tournament a couple of times, I think, uh, which is like the the crowning achievement of, uh, of of the poker world. And so he's coaching her and he's teaching her because sh- her goal is to eventually make it to the World Series of Poker tournament herself and ultimately to win it. And I'm at this part. It's interesting. She runs out to Monaco uh, where... She's going to be playing basically the highest level poker that she's played up to this point in her on her journey. And so the players are really good. The atmosphere is really tense. You know, all of that. Uh, they're just slowly turning up the heat so that she can eventually handle the uh, the World Series of Poker Tournament. And uh, she goes out there and she stays out there for a little bit of time and actually does pretty well. So she enters some tournaments, you know, she stays out there like a week or two, I think. And, uh, she, at the end of it all, she counts up, you know, uh, what she's been able to earn, what she's been able to win. And she goes back to her coach and she's like, Hey coach, uh, guess what? Like I, you know, earned this much money for all of these tournaments that I participated in. And he says, Oh, And she's like, I don't know what to think about that. And he says, well, um, if we do the math, you are cashing out. In other words, you are making money. Uh, You're winning something. You're making the prize list uh, about 50% of the time when you play in a tournament. And she says, yeah, that's correct. That's awesome, isn't it? And he says, well, it should actually be 20 to 25% of the time that you're cashing out. And so her logic is sweet. So like I'm cashing out more often than like the industry standard. Like you're saying that, you know, 20 to 25% of the time, somebody should be able to put money in their pocket after a tournament. And I'm doing that 50% of the time. And he says, that's correct, but you've got to dig deeper than that. And so he starts to walk her through what she's actually doing that is allowing her to cash out 50% of the time. And it's the following. Her mindset is simply to make it to the prize list. In other words, if the tournament pays 20 deep, then she wants to be in the top 20. If the tournament pays 50 deep, then she wants to be in the top 50. She's just looking to be there when, you know, they start assigning, cashing out, you know, giving people checks for the tournament. And as long as she gets there, as long as she walks away with a check in her hand, the amount of that check is irrelevant. And and the place that she got in that tournament is irrelevant. As long as she can say, I made some money off of this tournament. And he tells her, that's why you're at 50%. But you see, in order to get to 20 to 25%, 
you've actually got to look past just making that prize list. You've got to think to yourself, I want to make it to the final table. I want to make it to the last people standing. Like there's only nine people left, eight people left, six people left. Like that's where I want to get it to, right? Because now it's different. Now I'm not focusing on looking to make money. I'm actually focusing on winning. I'm actually focusing on being the victor, right? Being the one who takes home. I mean, the one who takes home the biggest check, right? The check for first place. And he says, those two are different, And you have to change the metric by which you are measuring your success. So right now, he says, you're measuring your success as I made the prize list. I took some money home. But if you want to measure your success as I was at the final table, I went as far as I possibly could then that ha- that's a totally different thing altogether. And therefore, you drop to 20 to 25%. The interesting thing about this is though, you drop to 20 to 25% cashing out, but you end up cashing out more. So you actually make more money because the checks are bigger up at the top. Now that's not what she should be chasing, right? Let's kind of apply this to ourselves. We're not chasing a trophy We're not chasing prize money. We're not chasing a medal. What we're doing though is if we're getting in a competitive situation, we're looking to perform to the highest of our abilities. And what that's going to take is competing to win, competing to be the best on the day out of all of our competitors that we line up against. And she goes on, he goes on to ask her some good questions. And he says, you know, once you made the prize money list, how were you playing your hands? Were you playing your hands differently than you were before you made the prize money list? And she started realizing that she was. She got more conservative. She started trying to protect her spot on the prize money list versus actually advancing her spot on that list. She started to get conservative and she started to doubt herself and she got out of her typical form of playing. She became somebody else. So she eventually would bust in the tournament. She'd be out earlier than if she would have stayed true to her character. So the, the, the ironic thing about this, to, to wrap all of this up, the ironic thing about this is If she would have just stayed true to herself, she would have not only made the prize list, which she was kind of happy making, but she would have been further up in the prize list and maybe even been at that final table. But in order to do that, you've got, we've got to forget the noise around us. We've got to have a robust self-image. We've got to have a robust mode of doing things that we don't compromise regardless of what the situation and the circumstances could throw at us. And that's hard to do because a lot of times in our competitions, we think to ourselves, well, maybe I should do this this way now because you know the situation demands that. But I would caution us to stop maybe and think about one of those moments and, and think back on it and say, what if I would have just stayed true to myself though? 
What if I'm this kind of athlete and this is what I would normally do and I didn't do what I normally would do in that situation and it actually ended up costing me. I I actually should have stayed the course with what I would have normally done. Which means this, folks. We've got to tune out all of the external stuff. We've got to be able to keep that internal environment uh, healthy and robust and strong so that when these things come about, when we begin to realize I'm on the prize money list now, I'm going to get a check cut to me at the end of this tournament, we don't come out of character and start making poor decisions. All right, folks, there we have it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.